It's the Rod and Cindy Podcast, starring Rod Lyman and Cindy Mooby. Welcome to the Rod and Cindy Podcast. How are we doing today? We're it's a beautiful day in Phoenix, Arizona. You know, we're at this beautiful place. It's the new Vision Center. That's it's a pretty cool place. Um, we've been doing this live podcast here for a while now, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. And um, today we have some special guests. But before we get to the special guest, let's introduce my beautiful co-host. Her name is Cindy Muby. Cindy Muby. Yes. Cindy Relly Muby. So where does Muby come from? Well, the original spelling and our true nationality is um, Austria. Oh. But the now spelling, when my great-grandparents came over, they changed the last name. You know, they heard it said and they changed it. So now it's like in South Africa, there's there, uh, there's a Mubi tribe. There's actually a Mubi tribe. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting mm-hmm. because if you look up and, and read about the Mubi tribe, they are about compassion, the Mubi tribe is, is that if something happens within the Mubi tribe where somebody gets in trouble or gets yelled at or whatever else, they bring them into a group and tell him how special they are mm-hmm. or, or him or her how special they are. That's how they treat people. Uh, anybody does anything wrong or against the rules or whatever else that they will bring them in the center and everybody will say how great of a person they are. And I, I think that's kind of cool that to, there's actually a movie tribe that has compassion in that and you're kind of a compassion person. I am. Thank you. Yes. So real quick, the original spelling or the, you know, what it should have been is M-O-O-B-Y, but now it's M-U-B-I. So there you I go. I think I like it this spelling way better than that because it's too close to booby. Uh, really, they both are. It, <laughs> if you say so. M-O-O-B-Y, I think, is a little bit more on the... Oh, I, it just, no, I'm I, kidding. I, I, never mind. Anyways, thank you for asking. Uh, well, you're and welcome. I, it's exactly. great. Exactly. I, Do you want to introduce our special guest? I would love to. Oh, my gosh. They're special, aren't they? I'll in- introduce him and you introduce her. Oh, great. Yeah, let's have fun with let's this. Let's have fun with this. Exactly. <laughs> I go first. All right. Women first. <laughs> All right. Oh, then I'm going to re- introduce her then. Okay. Introduce, yeah, <laughs> you get her then. <laughs> Suspense is killing us. All right. <laughs> so our beautiful special guest today uh, is uh, Sue Faith. Thank you for being here, love. And? Thank you. And the beautiful and majestic and... Majestic. Yeah, majestic. Like man of the hour, Emil Faith. Yeah. Yay. Yay! With great hair, Thank you guys. It's great to be here <laughs> with you. Fun. Thank it's you. Fun, exactly. These two guests are just amazing. I, of course, you know every time we have a guest, I have to tell a story about our guests and everything. Yeah, you do. It's great. So it's it's a great story. And then, um, uh, we go to a, Cindy and I went to Oregonals with them, and uh, they're these this beautiful couple that's sitting there at Oregonals with us, and then we we're do taking pictures. Uh, and I take a picture with them. And I look at the picture later, and there is actually a picture on Sue's phone, a big picture of me on her phone. And it's really funny is that uh, uh, someone had actually made a comment because I had posted on Facebook, and that, are you narcissistic much? And then I was like, what? I didn't even know what that was. I had oh, to look yeah, it up. What was that? What was that? It well, was. <laughs> he just wanted to know if I, if I uh, uh, see myself in everything. <laughs> that's the way he told me it's like I don't see myself it's like when somebody sees hearts and everything you know they see a heart and a, and a stone or whatever else so he thought I was seeing myself everywhere 
like, like Jesus. Um, You're omnipotent. Yeah. Oh. Wait. Yeah. What? What was no. that? Wait, I'm, well, omnipotent. 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 Yes. Yeah. What? What are you a That's doctor right. of now? Omnipotence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> doctor omnipotence. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. It's horrible. Yeah. Words are are failing me today. It's been a long, great day today. That we're having we're having so much fun. We're doing this uh, marathon of podcasts today, and, and you guys are beautiful. Last six people that we've done podcasts with. So. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yes. And you know we had a, we had a great group before you in that, uh, and that, and you guys have to follow another couple. In that so they were kind of boring. So I'm glad you guys are oh, here. They so. were going to be hard to, to, to beat, really. They're amazing. Right? <laughs> amazing. They were amazing, weren't they? We had so we'll much fun. Just give though. up now. Just give up now. <laughs> I say, uncle, <laughs> uncle. No. So you guys are amazing. I mean, you guys have some amazing gifts, you guys. And so with this amazing gifts, I got to tell you this. Um, I've been told by other people that, hey, I have something going on with me. And actually the last guest was here that she actually said I have attachments to that. And it's funny is that you guys caught it. You caught the attachments. The last time we went out, you said, oh, my gosh, you got attachments. How, how did that happen, Emil? How did you guys even see this and feel this and that? Just, uh, we, you know, you just have it. You just don't, you just know and sense that something's there. I was looking at you and it was just like molasses all over you. It's like, interesting. I molasses. Like you were entombed, entombed in a, like a beehive of, well, thousands, tens of thousands of, of things around you. So, you know, it was, uh, it was just one of those things like, you can't miss it. There's something going on here. So I said, Sue, let me, I'm going to check you. So I checked you. Right, exactly. Well, how did you tell, explain how you checked okay. me? Okay. Well, I, I checked you using what really is energy testing or aura right. testing, which we call kinesiology. So right. basically, I went up to you and, and interfaced with your aura, had some arm strength, asked the questions, and checked to see the volume of energy attachments. And when we started crossing the 10,000 mark, we kept going. I just went up by 10,000 increments because you weren't budging. So it was 10,000. Then we hit 15, then 20, then 25. We hit, finally hit over 40,000 attachments. That's an alarming number. Yeah. Most people who aren't as strong and gifted as you would literally be crawling to their car. Right. You were just kind of, you know, walking around, right. on sober, just moving toward, yeah, no. But it was, it could just tell you were... You were loaded. I was. Yeah, you were. So was, Sue came up, and then we she right, did, absolutely well, the clearing. I, for I you. just, I just because you and I had just did a show, and that uh, right we done we had done a show that we day. just did a show that today. We worked we work really well together with uh, yeah we, you being a medical intuitive and and that we look through the same window, but we see different things, and and it's really a great aspect in that. Uh, uh, Doctor Emil is used to be a pharmaceutical doctor, and, and he's you know kind of moved into a different kind of aspect now, and, and more into the spiritual with the supplements and things like that. Yeah, it's uh, just working in the field of energy and holistic medicine. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful. We had a great event. That was we a had lot great. Of fun. Yeah, we had a great event. I was very impressed by it. I was very moved by it. That, and but you must have caught something during the event to, to kind of just say, hey. Then let's turn it over to Sue because then Sue brought out the big guns. Tell us what yeah. you what happened, well, Sue. Well, Rod, remember during the event, uh, some whoosh of energy came in. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was like I got I got hit by it. Got just knocked the wind out of you exactly. almost. Exactly. Felt like. Right, right. 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 And I think that was part of the uh, the attachments that came on. Right. <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, you you had others as well, but that was a big one. 
right. whatever it was. Whatever it was, it, it knocked me uh, off my feet, yeah. and that that doesn't happen to me very yeah, often. It surprised no. me too. I'm like, Rod is we're taking a break now because Rod <laughs> is uh, overwhelmed, and I could see it and feel right. it, and I was just really feeling for you, going, "Geez, we got to do something about." And this. the right. room got so cold. Oh, it did. It was it was so really cold. weird. Just I mean, it was almost like you it. Yeah. There was a breath in there, and I sealed mm-hmm. the room and everything before that. But we, but somebody had actually just passed in through there, came in through there, and I think they carried something into the room, and it just it came after me for some yeah, odd reason. They were and, after you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think they just wanted to be part of that collective. <laughs> I'm going to call it a collective. The, yeah. the attachments were a collective on there. Sure. Mm-hmm. The Have you ever felt those, Cindy? Those uh, attachments on me before? Since um, we hang around a lot. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> okay, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he put me on the spot here. What? <laughs> um, honestly, I I did not, and I think it's because I either see or feel past that, and so I did not. But um, sometimes the way you you are, it makes me question it, though. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's the way I am. Well, did his personality change? Would you say, like, the next day after the clearing, was he different in any way? Yes, he was very much more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. We know about sensitive. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. This is, like, quite a bit, you know. Rod's very sensitive, no, you know, no doubt about yeah. it. But um, he, it was a different kind of sensitive, you know. It was just like he had lost something, you know, that had been around for so long, you know, like it was almost a grieving kind of a... And almost more vulnerable, maybe? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good word. I that's that's perfect, Sue. Of kind of, it was a vulnerable mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes, very, very much vulnerable. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Absolutely. And that uh, I actually had uh, lunch with a dear friend of mine, too, and, and uh, she knows how, how sensitive and vulnerable I felt, too, yeah. that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was quite... It was quite the movement, the change that in my life, and that that, uh, that so let's go on with the story. That because okay. um, I find it really fascinating what what you did with this and what happened and everything else is that we you guys took us back to your house mm-hmm. and everything else, and I kept going all the way to the house. I said, "What are they going to do to me, Cindy?" And <laughs> you know, I got kind of scared because I didn't oh, know you, what you weren't scared. You know, what was going to happen there. You know, at well, your guys' house. You know, well, you guys got me drunk and then took me in the house. Sure. I mean, what the heck's going to happen? <laughs> You've had that happen a few times. Neil and I stayed inside, walk peeking through the window. What's going on out there? So, so from anyway, no, it's you guys have to understand we're we're friends and everything else, and that. So, but so, lead us. Tell us what happened because I mean, to be honest with you, there's a whole different feeling I had about what happened. But kind of explain what what went on from there, Sue. Okay, so we got to the house. We sat at the table for a while. I felt like we had to ground. Before we went, because I knew I had to take you outside. Oh, yes. To, you know, to clear. And I remember we all sat at the table and um, got comfortable. I feel like we relaxed. Right, yep. So we weren't all Had sparkling water. Had sparkling water. (laughs) And chocolate. And chocolate, yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) If you go to their house, that's what you get. Sparkling Uh water and chocolate. Sparkling water and chocolate. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) And then they say, put the lotion on. (laughs) <laughs> no, you said that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go get it. So, um, yeah, and then it kind of, I, I wasn't ready yet. I didn't feel we were ready to do the clearing yet. And then all of a sudden, because it was really cold outside, I was like, okay, I'm getting my coat. 
and I'm bundling up, and... I didn't have a coat. Rod didn't have a coat, but I think you were okay. I don't I think fine. you froze. I had all those attachments to keep me warm. Because they were keeping you <laughs> warm. That's a good point. Yes, it was right? a good point. It was never cold. Was it was good. never cold. No. And I... Um, so we went outside, and normally I use my turkey feather right. to, to, you tickling. know... Tickling you. And... <laughs> <laughs> we went outside, and out came Crystal, our oh, little precious puppy. American Eskimo. She, oh, she that's wanted a whole to other, I forgot about Crystal. Remember? Oh, my gosh, yeah. She was there. She was standing there, She's and she was right in front there. looking at me like she yes. saw something. Yes. Because she sees. Right. Yep. She sees. And she was just looking. and um, I, I forgot have, about that. Right? Remember? Yeah. So I didn't have my turkey feather handy, so I went and got my peacock feather that I keep oh, in yeah, the that's other right. room, yeah, remember? Yeah, 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 yep. And I'm like, okay, here we go. It's going to start out real gentle, Rod. Close your eyes, put your arms out. And I just, at first I felt very, this gentleness, gentle. And then, wham, like it came on with a whatever, you know, and Cindy will tell us mm-hmm. in a minute what she saw me turn she's going, into. I'm, she's looking at you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going out there. Yeah. I'm not going out there. <laughs> well, then, well, then Let's Crystal, her, their and beautiful then, oh, dog, yeah. she and gets then, up and moves oh, oh, 20 feet way. away, way away. She instead. took off. She took off. Well, she didn't run off. It was just no, like she's she, just like I'm just going to sit over here and watch. Yeah, uh-huh. And it was yeah. kind of crazy. It was kind of cool though. Yeah. Yeah, and didn't she try to get up on me? And yep. then she knew not to. Yep. Then she just she kind of backed away. She just backed away. Absolutely. So I'm doing my thing, and I'm sweating and chanting and and because you had a cold, huffing. On. And <laughs> I didn't have a coat. <laughs> Rod didn't have a coat. Right, I'm sweating because I had a coat on, and just was. I don't know. I I I don't remember, but I remember. Well, I, stuff was coming out of my mouth. Well, I've seen you clear people before, many many times, but this was different. This yeah. I've never seen so much energy and activity from you. It was like a, sh- it was quite a show. Mm-hmm. And you usually don't put on a show for anybody. But I was like, oh my god, I hope she's gonna be okay mm-hmm. here, right, Cindy? Mm-hmm. We're like, no, go out there, Mm-mm. don't go out there. Uh, I was. And then Cindy, know. can you tell us what you? Because I changed shape or mm-hmm. something, didn't I? Did... Yeah, when mm-hmm. you were done at the end, when you were just kind of stand there, because you were looking towards the house, and because you're looking at Rod. Um, because our back, his back was to us, yeah, towards the house version. But anyways, uh, your face just looked so. It was not you. I'm gonna tell you right now, it was not yeah. you. It was like a sham, you know, a shaman or like a Native American. It was real dark. Your skin was dark looking, and just your features were not the same. None whatsoever. Right. None whatsoever. Yeah. And then you you guys told me that when I came back into mm-hmm, the house, I right, didn't right. I didn't know that I was just doing my thing. I don't remember how long it lasted. Uh, the cl- the clearing twenty minutes maybe. I, I don't even know. I, I don't even no remember. You guys you guys saw what it looked like afterwards. Yeah, yeah. he stumbles back in the door, and I'm like, literally could not stand up. And nope. he was, I mean, you were like very teary and very yeah. emotional, which was very you know awesome for you to be right, like, open absolutely. with us. And right. you were just this true, you like you had been. I don't know, removed your a coat and you were naked exactly. there, emotionally vulnerable. and vulnerable exactly. and just to spiritually I, like pure. I'm like, whoa, this is Rod like I've never seen it. But you, you were like, you were in actually excruciating pain, if I remember. Uh, I was hurting. There was, we, there was a knife in my back. Yes. And this, it was, it was really weird is because 
I knew where it was at. And Sue grabbed her. She came over to comfort me because I was hurting so bad. Now, guys, everybody that knows me, this is not something that I go through and everything mm-hmm. else. I, I'm the one usually on the other side comforting, helping, and everything else. That I'm not the one in excruciating pain usually like that. I was in so much pain. It it was teary eyed and, and it was yeah, it was painful. Mm-hmm. Sue, I could feel it going over going over that. Cindy walks over there and she put her hand right on the the knife. Now, and I could describe the knife to a T. It had an elk horn uh, handle to it. It was a buck knife that had the, the the ridgets on top and everything. It was a really thick knife and everything else. And I felt exactly where it was at. And it came, actually, the point was touching my heart. Yeah. And I could just feel that as as Sue would touch it or Sydney grabbed it and that, the, the, the tip of the, of the knife was touching and scraping on my heart. And it hurt really bad. Yeah. Sydney grabbed it. She yanked it out of there. And it was like, holy Toledo, uh-huh. that was amazing. And it hurt even worse coming out. But but it was like, it was weird because that serrated edge on that buck knife and that whatever it was hit the one of the ribs. And to this day, my rib is still sore from it because it, that's how much or how real it was mm-hmm. to me. And it was amazing. All these elements were taken away, these attachments and that. And then this buck knife being pulled out of my back was a relief in, in so many different ways then, but it left me really emotionally scarred in, in so many ways also too. And didn't we go back to the 1700s where this all began? I believe, I think I be- we talked I about right. that. Mm-hmm. The 1700s. I don't even remember that. This bit, yeah, you, right. Because you were just, you know, you still. Delirious. You were, you were, I was delirious. Yeah. yeah. But we, that's had been in there, Rod, mm-hmm. for that long yeah. period of time. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cindy pulled it out, and there you were, there again, vulnerable. Again, yeah, for again. the second time that night. Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. It, it was. It was. I felt relief from all the attachments being pulled out of me and that, and and taken away from me. But then when that knife, it was a second hurt and pain yeah. because it was painful being having those attachments removed, yeah. which should not be painful. You know, you remove attachment, but if you have 42,000 attachments mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. it's like, what? You know? uh-huh. So yeah. So then the feeling of the knife, but you know, in the physical form that we only can feel pain in one area at a time, basically. And so what had happened was, is these, uh, this uh, attachments, what I've kind of figured out, these attachments actually, we're covering up so much other pain because there's yeah. a lot of other things that have come out since then, and it's been really? yeah, it's been kind of a crazy roller coaster ride since then. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, okay. we didn't never chatted after that. No, we, we made no, sure we, we made sure you're okay the next morning, right? Yeah, we alive. Uh-huh. Yep. And we wanted to make sure that, that was, everything was alive. status quo. You still alive, Rod? Hey. Yes, I am. Yeah, it's we a woke nice, up. Nice text message about thinking about that. that yeah. Yeah. So, what they're a clearing, obviously, multiple clearings took Absolutely. place after that. Oh, it was, yeah, it was, oh. and, and, it, and it kept. It's it's been snowballing too in that the fact that there's a lot of clearings and everything else that that has been coming from this, which you know, it's like I the full moon shows up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like, yes. It's like. Woohoo! I'm uh-huh. going through a clearing. The full moon close shows up. Uh, there's five uh, planets in uh, Pisces, and mm-hmm. there's an emotional roller coaster. And I'm going, I was like, oh, this is such a great day. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> uh, why am I crying? <laughs> but I mean, it's exactly, it's like we're, you're walking around. Next thing you know, it's just, there's a wave that comes to you, and it's like you catch yourself. And it was really interesting as I, I knew it wasn't just me because I was watching people yeah. as they walk and that they go <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's that wave, that, that energy that comes through that you just 
want to cry, but you don't know why, and then you stop. Yeah. And I watch people do that, and I've been seeing that 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 people just do that thing. Yeah. It's like it's like why'd you do that? It's like I, I don't know. Right. But, but I I've actually been catching myself doing that. Yeah, me too. Okay. You you last, also you, last week no, last week this last week yes. exactly. Yes. That that's you catch that 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 that. And I know Cindy's done that too in this in the last week too. Yeah, so mm-hmm. some emotional stuff. You got stuff. these ultra sensitive people like mm-hmm. us, all Absolutely. of us here in this room that are empaths. We feel everything. We right. pick up on the energies of everything, everybody, people, places, and things, and we just can't help ourselves. I mean, it's we can't. We're coded that way, and and we we have to deal with that those feelings. We have to process them, otherwise they're gonna they're gonna hurt us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, speaking of ultra sensitive, and that uh, um, you actually wrote a book about this, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, after working with uh, tens of thousands of people, I kind of noticed this, or thousands of people, tens of thousands of people walking through my office, coming in. They all had these very interesting, unique complaints, right? And they were unlike most of the population I was used to. They all had the same hormonal problems. They all had the same problems sleeping. They all had attachments. They all were fragile in terms of their uh, glycemic index. They were hypoglycemic. They were protein deficient. They had hormone and thyroid problems. Their adrenals were drained. And I'm looking into their into their energy fields. I'm going, this is there's something going on here. Right. These people are not coded the same as the rest of the population. So over a period of you know, 20 years or so, I began to realize there's something going on here. We are, there's a subgroup of, of this population that really people aren't talking about. And I call those people the ultra sensitives, really the empaths, the deep empaths that are now just really awakening. Right. You know, and people go to, when I, when I talk about this and I do my, my workshops on this, I always get the question like, well, is this real? I mean, how, cause thank you. You wrote this book about me. How did you know? I says, I wrote the book about me, myself, and millions of others just like you. So really, a large portion of the general population is, are deeply empathic. Most of them don't know what to do with it. Most of them think they have true physical, emotional symptoms. And in fact, they just simply can't handle the energies, the feelings, and all the input that they are getting uh, from this planet. We've come here coded to do very specific things, to be healers and counselors and intuitives and psychic mediums. Yet most of these people have difficult time you know, challenges uh, surviving, just surviving just on the surviving, planet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hence the subtitle of the book, How to Survive and Thrive. Yeah. Uh, how to survive and thrive in a world that doesn't get you. Because they don't get us. We're, we're overlooked. We are ignored. We're literally, figuratively, and energetically ignored and overlooked and ridiculed and bullied and lost and alone on this big rock. Oh. <laughs> so, anyways, this you know this became clear to me over a period of you know several decades, as I mentioned, and it had to come out. So one day I said, "I'm just going to write about this," because I, I I told my story, and in telling my story, I turns out I was telling the story of countless others who have the same issue, who didn't know that they're that they were this way, who didn't think anybody understood this. Right. So I've got people all over the world picking up the Kindle copy or getting the hard copy and going, Kindle. "How did you know?" How did you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting because I love your book. Is oh, the, you. the day that you gave me the book to read and everything else and that. And you did I, read it, right? I did actually. You did read not it. read it. No, I did. Okay, I really did. I read your book. <laughs> the interesting thing was it caught my eye was as I was scrolling through the book and that is sensitivity to medication. Now, oh, yeah. I kind of freaked out, okay, a little bit because I've been telling people for a long time that I'm sensitive to medicine. I get the adverse effect. I can't do Benadryl. I can't do blah, 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 blah on that. And when I was reading in your book here about the sensitivity to medicine, that I was like, huh, kind of, 
I'm not alone. No, you're not alone. There's there's other people out there that you know are going through the same thing, and that and I know that um, some of my friends out there right now they're shaking their heads and everything mm-hmm. of the, the crowd that we have out here. A lot of people shake their heads and saying, "Yeah, I'm in the same boat." Yeah. That. And it's not just a sensitivity to to medications, Rod. It's a sensitivity to food, the environmental toxins. We are exquisitely sensitive to everything. Uh, that's because of our empathic nature. It is a double-edged sword. We feel deeply, and hence we cannot handle certain, many of the elements on this planet, and we have to be very cautious about dosing medications, the foods mm-hmm. we eat, the kind of people we hang out with, uh, electromagnetic fields like this setup we have here, and Wi-Fi, and cell towers, and all of this affects our aura. Of course, we all have an aura, which is energy. It's an energy field, and when that and outside energy fields interfere with our our energy fields, it really messes us up. Oh, sure, absolutely. Well, it does. I mean, um, it, everything's. Uh, you're not supposed to sleep with uh, any electronics around you, right? right? And you did read the book. Yes, I did read oh. the book. Yes, um, you haven't read my book yet, though, have you? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's kind of thing that we do. It's like mine's like half of the size of your book, and you can't even read, <laughs> can't even read my book. Anyway, I'll read it this week. Oh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> take take two hours tonight and read it. I will. That's all it's going to take. It's not that big of a book. No, it doesn't matter. It's no, potent. It's, yeah, it's got a, your energy it's in it. Very that's important. Makes, yes, that's exactly. what makes a difference. Absolutely. Your energy is in it. I have no idea where I was going. Oh no, I don't. Yeah. So I, I have a question because this has been a thing that I've been going back and forth with people on that they have these salt lamps at the head of their bed. Oh, see, I got just all quiet about that. So, so they have these salt lamps and they have their bed. That I have always, I can't sleep with a salt lamp in my room. I have never been able to sleep with a salt lamp at the end of my bed. How do you feel about that? Being, you know, writing your book about also sensitive. Are you talking to me or Susan? No, I'm talking to both of you. Okay, mm-hmm. you're both my guests today. <laughs> I I wouldn't feel comfortable. We have ours in the other room where the electronics are right. basically mm-hmm. well it's it's vibrate it's all about vibration right we're all vibration absolutely and when those vibrations don't match we become ill it's just really that simple and if you don't it goes with all the organs if you every organ has its own energy signature when we interrupt those signatures with medications food to set everything we've been talking about we become diseased the body becomes absolutely. uneasy if you will and we can create disease um, as far as salt labs, uh, everything has a vibration. All these chairs are are, are vibrating at a frequency. So everything Absolutely. for me is animate, inanimate, and uh, or animate. It's the same. It's all a vibration. So a salt lamp, high potency, high vibration, sensitive individual. You're picking up a radio signal as far Absolutely, as that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, nice stuff. Just keep it out of the bedroom. Is that why your guys' bedrooms just have a hammock in it, and that's it? That's pretty much it. Well, <laughs> unbelievable. Hammock and a toothbrush. <laughs> I mean, toothbrush and a hammock. <laughs> I love it. No vibration. Not the electric toothbrush. No, not the electric. Not the electric. (laughs) So raise a hand out in the crowd here and that. Who can sleep with a salt lamp in their room? Cindy's the only one that raised her hand. Nobody else. Everybody else is there shaking that. (laughs) We had to to take the LED clocks out of our room. Interesting. Right, yep. We have have one because we have to see something, but it's 20 feet away. Not behind us or not near our head, but it's 20 feet in that direction or as far as we can get it in that direction away from us. And that's still disturbing. It's an emitting a frequency. Absolutely. When you are that sensitive and you know who you are, uh, it can disturb your sleep and more. Yep. Well, I, I don't have my okay. light on on my salt lamp, though. 
No. You told me to turn it off during the night, so I, I have okay, done so that. So you just have that off. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, pretty close to me. You know, yeah. It's on my dresser next. I mean, it's still a crystal. It still has a vibration, whether there's a light in it or not. It has a, a, I love them. They're wonderful. They're great clearing items. But mm-hmm. you, I don't know if you want to be cleared like that when you're sleeping. So. <laughs> well, that's a, that was my next question to come up with because I have a lot of clients that they have crystals all over in their bed on their bed underneath their bed they have crystals yeah. all over the place that they sleep with these crystals then and it's like oh my god i don't know why i didn't get a good yeah. night's sleep last mm-hmm. night exactly yeah. and i also have and i also have these dear friends that that the they're all by themselves in a bed and they're looking for a mate but they have on the all the other side they have crystals and rocks on sleeping next to them Mm-hmm. I said, you're not going to get a mate <laughs> as long as you have these rocks here. Uh, these not, rocks are, that's true. These rocks are not going to want yeah. to be, you know, give up their space. Right. That's not so, the vibration we're looking for. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> not exactly. You know, I love yeah. my rocks, but, you know, yeah. it's... I do too, anyway. but uh, yeah. proper place and time. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, being sensitive is, is a very unique thing to people that, are in this world, aren't they? Isn't it? It is quite, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And as I said, about 70, 60 to 70% of the general population is sensitive, and about 80% of those have no clue that they are. And they're suffering in silence. They have depression, bipolar disease, schizophrenia, God forbid, uh, ADHD. They call all of these labels I don't believe in, but it's all in the spectrum of normal on the empath schedule, on the empath uh, spectrum. And these are ultra sensitive individuals who are literally cannot tolerate the energies of the planet they do cannot function there are many people who can't leave their home we don't see them because they don't get out and the ones that do get out well i look at them and i go my god i can see that you really can't be very social can you uh and sometimes as you know it's very hard to be around you can't be out in crowds it's like really we can't be out in the mall anymore we don't even no. get near there no and we don't go to concerts anymore unless we're really psyched up for it and protecting ourselves because this is too much um so and it seems that once you become awakened or aware, and it, that can happen, by the way, at any age in life. Absolutely. But once you do, as time progresses, you become more and more empathic and more sensitive. And if you're not careful, it can be very debilitating to your joy uh, status. So, joy. Can, joy mm-hmm. and bliss. You, it, can be, it can be detrimental to your uh, joy factor. And again, it's it's quite the. I mean, I'm sure you got something to jump in here too, Cindy, with mm-hmm. that, and because there's been there's a lot of things about being sensitive that uh, you can't even do anymore. You know, everybody's been uh, talks about your allergies or whatever else that you have that you're allergic to and everything else. Hypersensitivity is another part of that. Right. You pick up on things that is that other people don't pick up on, and, and it is it's like an allergy. Right. Yeah, we it is. I mean, our, our all of our organs are ex- exceptionally sensitive. Our energy field is very porous. That means all of our energy signatures for all the organs and glands are also very porous and very easily set off balance. Much more so than those who are less sensitive. Now, I want to be clear that just because someone's not sensitive it doesn't make because we're sensitive and empathic doesn't make us superior, but it does make us different. And many of us have a challenge with those gifts. I mean, we we can see things now. We can hear things. We sense things. Try to mm-hmm. so see. Mm-hmm. We all sense here. Yeah. This group, this group does, and there are many millions of others who do. But it's uh, it comes at a price. Um, so you have digestive issues, which are classic. And most of the 
Most of the ultra-sensitives I know are malnourished. They're protein deficient. I don't care how much you weigh. That doesn't mean you have enough protein. These people are nutrient-deplete, key nutrients, because they have leaky gut issues. Uh, if you heard of leaky gut? Yeah, absolutely. Inflammation yeah. in the gut, usually caused by a candida overgrowth or some other microbial overgrowth, and poor food choices and stress, et cetera, and medications. And then uh, that really messes up our entire immune system because our gut is our immune system. Exactly. And then we have autoimmune disorders. And we are the ones that are out there trying to get help in the allopathic system where they know nothing about handle, how to handle the careful needs of the empathic, ultra-sensitive population. So it makes for a very interesting conundrum. And when they finally get through the carousel of stuff out there and they find us, um, we often can put them back on track. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a, a question from the, the crowd earlier about uh, this ultra-sensitive. That She's very ultra-sensitive, and uh, she's going through some mold stuff that... Uh, it's kind of debilitating to her. Not kind. I shouldn't say that kind. It has been debilitating to her and her husband. And that, and, and being ultra sensitive in that, and with mold in that, is there, do you have any idea what could do about that? Yeah, I mean, there's several things that I use. I'm familiar with the somewhat familiar with the Shoemaker protocol. It's generally pharmaceutically based, and we do something a little different. Uh, but you know, everyone's got a plan. Right. Uh, the bottom line is we need to get your el- the elimination organs working better. Most people have livers that are not working well, especially ultra sensitive people. We're picking up all the anger and resentment. Where are we holding it? The gallbladder and liver. Uh, the adrenals are a key uh, organ system that's almost always out of gas, if you Absolutely, will. Absolutely. Yes. People are running on empty with high cortisol levels, no energy, no stamina. They can't stay up, and then they can't sleep, and it's a, it's a vicious cycle. Um, they have immune problems because of that. Their thyroid isn't working well because they're iodine deficient. It's like, hello, we can fix all that and you can start feeling better. So it really, when it comes to things like that, the first thing to do is to support the elimination and metabolic organ systems, liver, thyroid, adrenals. Get those working better and all of a sudden, mold or not, you're going to start feeling better. And now your whole biochemical, your metabolics can begin to work the methylation cycle, and these products can begin to be removed. It is a process, but it can be done. Um, and millions suffer, mostly in silence. Right, absolutely. And we don't like that. No. Speak up, we'll help. Speak up, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I think um, maybe I had something that happened to me last year that kind of threw my whole system off. I... Um, was taking some antihistamine for congestion and didn't realize it was messing with my head, you know? So then I started taking this other, <laughs> yeah, I was really going loco. And, um, they could see it, but I was yeah, <laughs> making the weird lo- local sign. Yes. Exactly. So then I started taking this other pill that I was given to not given to me, but you know, prescribed to me for anxiety. Well, at the time when I got it, they only gave me seven of them. And so I only took like one or two. So I still had a few left. So this is like, you know, four months later down the road is when I was taking the other and it was affecting me. So my mom's like, Cindy, are you taking the antihistamine? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's what's wrong. So I started taking this other pill. Well, I went from taking one because it made me feel good. My mom said, oh, I, ha- I think I have a bottle of those. I'm like, score, you know. <laughs> so eventually after a couple of days, I was taking three of those a day. What was it called, Rod? Do you remember the we're name? Are talking about Claritin here? No, 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 no. This is a this prescri- anxiety we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Xanax, Alprazolam. Um, S- probably something like that. I think like, yeah, or low Lorazepam, Diazepam. Yeah, yeah. So I was taking three of those a day. It was it was helping, but I didn't realize it wasn't helping though too at the same time. So then I was taking stuff at night to sleep, 
And I was just a mess. And I knew though, after two weeks or a week or so of taking three, I, I reduced down to two, down to one, down to none. Cause I knew I couldn't just go off of all that. Yeah. And but I think it just really jacked up my whole body inside. And so anyways, I, you know, I gained weight and my Lim- I was swelling up, my lymph nodes were working, and all kinds of stuff. I'm pretty sure my thyroid was affected because I felt hot internally. Mm-hmm. You know, my parathyroid, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just So what would you say with my thyroid now, though? You're still a little iodine deficient and a little selenium deficient. Are you taking some of those things that we talked about? Well, that was... Because she forgot. Yeah, I didn't write oh. them down. Okay, well, so, so we were right. Selenium so and iodine. Selenium and iodine as potassium iodide, not as kelp. Okay. Not from kelp, because you can create autoimmune issues with kelp. Uh, so it's a potassium iodide, 200 mics, micrograms, MCG. Uh-huh. And selenium, 200 MCG, thereabouts. One a day okay. for starters. And I mean, sometimes I bump up the iodine, but it depends what's going on. Okay. I started some milk thistle yesterday. Good. So Good. Thank you. Yeah, it's Good. great for the liver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Go milk thistle. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a couple of people out there probably should mm-hmm. think about milk thistle mm-hmm. too. That. I know. It's but amazing stuff. Interesting thing is, is I, I, Cindy got my login now for a national partner. So she's oh, going to. Oh, good. Yeah, so oh, you're, you're on board? I've been on board. I did not know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. You and I have been at, yeah, about the same time. Okay, good. good. Yeah. And, and so. Um, it's so funny is that, uh, yeah, you should see the list of things that she has from National Partners okay, that she good. wants to take. So she wanted to ask more from you today, too. Yeah. It would be a small consult fee at the there end of go. the day. <laughs> no, go <laughs> Just teasing. What, what's the question? You have more for me? No, she that just, was it. She couldn't that remember. Was the question. She okay. couldn't remember during our, our, oh, okay. our session, our, that show we did, that event we did. Look, she couldn't remember what you said. Them. Yeah, I mean, when I look, yeah, when I look at you, we talk a little bit about. Well, do you have a question? You might, I don't want to just tune no. in without your permission. <laughs> Did you have your hand up? Sydney? No, I didn't. <laughs> Did Not some? this time. Okay. We'll call it all good, but yes. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. So uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you guys all agree? That, oh, yeah, right absolutely. Yeah. So yes. you had another book, right? It's, yeah. Did you want to talk um, about book, that? Yeah, the book before called Hormone Lies and Thyroid Misunderstandings. Okay. Hormone Lies. And Hormone Lies. And Thyroid Misunderstandings. Yeah. After thousands of people, women primarily, but also men coming in with thyroids that aren't working correctly, right there. Um, the primary issue, in my opinion, they're not doing the right thing out there in the traditional medical world. Now, I take note, that's not their blame or fault. That's how they're taught. And uh, unfortunately, it doesn't seem to correct the problem when they put them on drugs like levothyroxine, also known as Synthroid, the brand name. Maybe they'll be using things like Cytomil or Lyothyronine, the generic of that. So T4, the thyroid hormone T4 and T3 is what they're giving here, when in fact you're trying to whip a dead horse with these thyroid stimulators, when in fact there's not enough fuel to run the thyroid, and that fuel is iodine. And most people are iodine deficient and significantly iodine deficient, among other nutrient deficiencies. And that is the reason why we're seeing really a pandemic of, well, hormone and thyroid mm-hmm. issues on the planet in the industrial uh, area, industrialized countries of the world, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guilty of it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, when I was going through my awakening, that uh, uh, most of you that listen to our podcast realized, you know, I, I was actually sent to the hospital and then they put me in a psych ward and everything else as I was going through my open awakening. And it was really interesting is that, um, when I came out and it's like, no, I pulled all the, everything, all the drugs that they had me, I walked out of the hospital. Good for you. I know. It was really mm-hmm. crazy. 
is we went to a um, health food store, my uh, wife at the time of that. And um, I walked up and I grabbed, it was really funny, it was a DHEA. And I had no idea what that was. I had no idea why I was even there. And that was when I grabbed the big bottle of that, went up there. And of course, you know, I have, they took everything. I had no wallet or anything else. In it. And I looked at my wife. I said, pay for it, please. I didn't say please. I was, I was kind of like adamant because I was going to go through shock therapy. But I don't know why was the DHEA. I've always wanted to ask you that. What is, what is DHEA well, did for? Did it help you? Oh my gosh. It brought me back for some odd reason that. Well, it increases the production of estrogen and testosterone. Yeah. Among other Seriously? things. Yeah. So for short-term use in certain conditions, yeah, I like it. But for long-term, we kind of have to watch because we don't want excess testosterone. We don't want excess estrogen, which can be toxic and create cell changes we don't want. But in this particular case, it was what you needed. Right. Yeah, and you that's intuited really interesting that. because, you yeah, intuited I, that. I, I, there was a half a bottle left, and I just stopped taking it. It was just like I needed a certain amount, of mo- a certain amount whatever yeah. it was. And I still I never knew what it was that I needed out of it. And maybe it was that bring the testosterone back within me to give me the, the strength to yeah, the come back. to move on. Mm-hmm. The gumption to move on. Yeah. How interesting is that? Wow. I didn't never know that. that and uh, I was thrumming through your book, and I saw that, and I was like, cool. Didn't know what the, uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Great job. Am I going to get another consultant fee for yeah, that? Yeah, just mm-hmm. tack them on. Tack them on. <laughs> it's like we're running a tab here. Yeah, we yes, <laughs> Open tab. Yes. Send the bill over that one. Sue, <laughs> <laughs> so it's yours. Absolutely. Sue, <laughs> so, yes. So, so did you guys just have a show at Storm Wisdom? Or are you guys going to be having we, a show coming up here? Storm? We have one coming up April 7th. Oh, what, what do you guys do together? In the show? In the show. Yeah. Oh. Can you guys give us like... The, well, okay. wow, that was a low, is that a loaded question, Cindy? Did, did, I, did I say that wrong? Well, you did. all right. Yeah, all right. Yes, well, we uh, we do our usual, what do we do together in the show? Cindy? Well, you start with the talk, yeah. amazing talk. Wow. Really wow, amazing seriously. Talk. I mean, I've, I've heard whoa, his talk. Right. You saying amazing. That's, that's, See? That's yeah. really. I've only heard it yeah. 37 times. Right. I still love She's it. still not sick of it. Wow. Not sick I of got it. sick of it at the second time. Well, what did I say that aloud? I'm kidding. No, he's he's he modifies amazing. it to the it. crowd. He modifies it to the group, right? Which is oh, yeah, he's very intuitive that way. Yeah, he's then you do a meditation, mm-hmm. and then uh, depending on the size of the group, uh, you will do pick people out of the group, and you'll do a mini medical intuitive reading or a whatever, and then they'll come over to my table. And I'll work on them. Oh, sweet. And you're doing this in front of a group of people. In front yes. of a group of people. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, and actually, yeah. the one coming up is, we do it once, we may do it twice a year this year, twice this year. It's going to be the You Are Sensitive event. So we're going to go through basically the, the seminar and the workshop that goes with the book. We'll talk about how you are sensitive, what that means, and how to survive and thrive in that. We're going to go through the whole the nutritional issues and how to get everything balanced and realize that there's really nothing wrong with you. No. You're just an empath, a beautiful empath, and you're here trying to make it through the planetary energies. You have a very special job to do. So we'll be teaching that. Wow. Nice. And uh, it'll you know, be fun. I'd love that what you said. I didn't mean to butt in, but yeah. I love what you said. That there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with I, you. I had somebody tell me that when I was sick as sick. Yeah. And this lady looked at me and she says, Rod, there's nothing wrong with you. 
Oh. And I, and wow. I was like, oh my gosh, I have this, this, and this. And then she goes, there's nothing wrong with that. Wow. There is nothing wrong with that. It was wrong so with you. powerful that I, it, it gave me strength again. I mean, when you're fighting your sensitivities and yeah. everything else and that, and you're not around sensitive people and that, it's a fight and it makes you mm-hmm. sick. And, it, and the more you fight it, the sicker you get. And yeah. That's, and somebody telling me that there's not, nothing wrong with See, you. See, that's awesome. I was in a, um, a class and it was actually cosmetology school in uh, the 80s. And I just one day just lost it. They were overloading me with uh, with clients, cutting hair and this and that, not giving me breaks and whatnot. And uh, I just said, I can't do this anymore. I'm I'm exhausted. I need some time off. And they said, you know what? If you're going to be this sensitive on this in this world, you're not going to make it. Wow. Is that crazy? Oh wow, that's cool and, and crazy. Stuck with me. I was Oh my god. I was 19, 20. Right. And I thought, "Oh my, it ruined me." I it thought, did. "Oh my god, I'm not going to make it because somebody told me that." Oh my gosh. I was in tears. Oh, honey. I quit because yeah. I thought, "Oh no." And it, it yeah. Right. It and I still remember 35 years ago, 40 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Go, go but, as I say, but the yeah. reality is, you are that sensitive, exactly, and you did make it, and yeah. so can everyone else who's listening to this podcast. That's yeah. We're here yeah. for Woo-hoo. you, people. There's someone out there who understands what you're going through, and you are normal, and we can help you get feeling better. Absolutely, there are ways to feel better naturally. Yeah. Don't yeah. give up. We're here. Don't give up. There are people who are wanting to give up right now. Right. Yeah. This is a t- these are the it's craziest time. Yeah, this is the craziest time on the planet there ever was. I know we've had dark ages, we've had Renaissance craziness, we've had murders, we've had all the crazy nothing like it's going on right now. This is the pinnacle of the energies and really the culmination of what's been going on, on the planet to this date, and it's coming to a head. You can make it. We're here for a reason. Do what you're here to do. We'll teach you how. Well, it's a, it's really interesting what you just said there. Sum this all up and how I grew up in that being sensitive meant you were weak. Right. And, you know, Cindy, her way she grew up in that, if you're sensitive, you're weak. And it's like, uh, quit crying, you baby. Quit doing this, you baby. You're you're a baby if you did this or felt this or anything else than that. But you know what? We're the strongest people in the world that are the ones that are sensitive. It takes a strength that's beyond strength. It's it's not that physical strength yeah. or that mental strength and that it's beyond that and yeah. you know, to be a sensitive person to sur- to go on and continue to go on through all of the challenges and the traumas that we endure physical emotional spiritual mental all of them uh, it takes someone that what you're saying that, that that kind of a constitution and that kind of a will and fortitude to continue and it's in you you're coded to be this way don't give up but you bring up a very interesting topic. When you talk about being sensitive, and it's really about, of course, women tend to be more emotional. That's They have a softer side, but gentlemen tend not to be. And so I'm speaking here now to everybody, but specifically to the sensitive men who are out there that don't think it's okay to cry, who don't think it's okay to express their feelings, who don't think it's okay to ask for help, God forbid, directions, who don't think it's okay to to not have to be a warrior and a competitor and a a Tarzan-thumping kind of person. You don't have to do that. Times are changing. So what other people think about you is none of your business. What is your business 
is to be who you really are. And this is the time and this is the place. And there's a great chapter in the book called The Sensitive Man. And yes, I can identify with it. I went through it. I'm going through it. And every sensitive man who reads this uh, or someone who loves a sensitive man will get the picture. So oh, we absolutely. are you sensitive man. Yeah. It's safe to come out out of the sensitive closet and be who you really are. It's This is the time. Yay. What I'd like to say with that is I've experienced a uh, few men, you know, in my life, you know, be it um, a friend or worker or something, and they were that, you know, strong, egotistic type, dominant, I'm, you know, man, I hear me roar, you know, I don't cry, boo-hoo, whatever. And it's interesting that with the with the way that the world is right now and the and the energies out there and people like us who are around these people, we you know, we of course emanate this energy of more of a sensitive, you know, uh energy. And anyway, so being around me, I've noticed these people, these men, have, you know, calmed down and they're more, you know, they're feeling things and they're feeling love and emotion. Maybe maybe shedding a tear here and there. They're going, what the hell is happening to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you are feeling what you should be feeling all along, you know? Unfortunately, you were you grew up in, you know, this guy way or whatever. And it's just so sad, you know? And I don't mean to only say men. There's some women out there, too, in that respect. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, anyway, so I just want to share that you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Men are becoming more, you know, desensitized. Uh, is that the right word? Desensitized? Becoming sensitized. Yes, sensitized. More expressive, more emotional. Yes, yes, yes. Come yes. on, guys. You got it. It's <laughs> in there. Yeah. Let it out. Absolutely. And it's yeah. great. It really is great because it's going to help bring more balance, you know, in the world too. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it, yeah. There's certainly a shift yeah. going on on this planet oh, yeah. in multiple ways. And this is just one of those ways. Absolutely. Yes, you guys, what do you got coming up here? Well, we got that event coming up on April 7th, right? April 7th, uh-huh. Yeah. It's going to be at yep. Storm Wisdom. 2018. 2018. Here in 2018. Uh, so, yeah, that's coming up. We're gonna be, we put on our hormone and thyroid rescue event where we actually check everybody's hormones and thyroid right there at the event. That's, that's part of it. We do a talk. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So everyone's got some hormone and thyroid issues. It's a usually grabs a, a, a large crowd of women to come in because they're always concerned about that and they're concerned perhaps about they're, they're not this you know not having the figure they want and then they're they're tired and they're not sleeping well and they have hormonal problems so this is the event they'll be looking for and um, we've got that and we'll probably have several others that have not been quite yet booked but is that is that one you were just talking about? Also, April seventh. Uh, no, this is April seventh. Is a you are sensitive right, event, okay. and we haven't got a we don't have a date for the. Oh, you don't uh, have a date. Okay, yeah, coming you. up shortly thank to you. be determined. So, yeah. if somebody wanted to get a hold of you guys for a session, that and and uh, just really quickly, that um, what kind of session could you give a person? We have several things we do. Mm-hmm, Sue, what do you, why don't mm-hmm. you tell them a little bit about? Okay, so tell them what we uh, got, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> tell them what we got. I would do. I would probably start with a um, energy. Uh, balancing clearing session for an hour uh, where I put them on my table. I clear the, your chakras, tune into your organs, clear out some, clear out some um, negativity in the organs. Uh, you know, um, don't forget the removal repair, of attachments and re- yeah, remove all the negativity. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That's a huge one. And then uh, make sure the aura is all put back together and, and clear. And uh, just get them back on track. And then do you send them over to Emil? And then whichever one we start with, uh, we yeah. we like to start with you first. Okay, sorry. Sometimes. Depends on the situation. For the nutritional. But usually many folks will see both of us. Right. So typically when if they're going to come to see me, they have multiple medical or health issues. I hate to use the word medical, but they have some health challenges that no one else seems to 
be able to figure out, and they'll come to me. We'll uh, do our thing. I'll do a medical intuitive reading on them. I will check their organs, glands, uh, hormone, thyroid levels, everything, their microbe load uh, through kinesiology. And then I set up a regimen for them to uh, begin to make the, the difference and make the changes to get their metabolics working and get the cleanses done if needed and so forth. So what's how can they get a hold of you guys? Uh, you can phone us. Actually, you know what you can do? You go to the website first, and that's www.healingwizards, that's plural, healingwizards.com. Uh, one more time? Uh, that's healingwizards, plural, dot com. Absolutely. Or you can give us a phone if you want. Do so you have the phone number uh, handy? I, let me see if I find it real quick. 480 480-998-1588. 480-998-1588. And uh, can, is it just a phone, or can they use text messages? Uh, actually, on that phone, it's a hard line. So that's a hard to, line. Yeah. Okay, just absolutely. Leave a message there. Just leave a message in that for mm-hmm. you. guys will get back to them. That. Yeah. You guys are amazing. You're an amazing couple. Uh, we yeah, always love you. having you guys around. Oh, we love hanging out with fun. you too. Yeah, yeah, we love you guys. We want, yeah, we love you guys <laughs> a lot. So uh, we love what we get to do with you guys and some of the fun things. And that uh, when I come back, we we have to put on some a big old show. We need uh, to. We do. We we have we, these, about we know about musicians no. and things like that. Yeah. We can actually bring yeah. a whole bunch of people into could, the show. We could bring a musical vibrational element to this, which we should. We, we really should. should. Exactly. Color and vibration, musical yeah. vibration. And I think that would be something really huge to, um, to go. Sue, so would you come to something like that? I think so. That's yes. beautiful. <laughs> uh, you guys are also. Well, it's okay. Uh, everybody wants your book, I guess. Book. Nobody wants well, my book. Yeah. Have you talked about my book? Wants your, no. <laughs> you got to read Rod's book. You do, it's. I love the cover, actually. Rod's book. What's the name of your book, Rod? Chakras, the Seven Year Cycle. Thank you. You need to get oh, that book okay. and read it. In fact, read his first, read mine second. Oh, that's right. You no, can, he I, read, read mine my first, book. his second. I'll just read them both. <laughs> anyway, so you can uh, get the book. My book's available on Amazon. Uh, if and sometimes they're sold out. So if they're uh, sold out, go to booklocker.com. That's one word, booklocker.com. You can find my book there, order it there. And at your favorite bookstore, if they don't have it in, ask them to order it in. They will Do you have away. one here? I have one in the car. You have one in the car. This is my no, personal, but it's yes. your personal book. Yeah, I, I, I fondled your personal book. <laughs> I did. You're I, following my personal book. I fondled it. Oh, you fondled my personal book. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> How was it? it? I touched it. <laughs> It was enjoyable. Yes, thank you. Okay. Did you feel more that, sensitive is that, afterwards? Is, is, yeah, that, you is that sensitive afterwards? Wait, exactly. Excuse me. Is that is that not, that's right? Is that not the word the the to fondle the book? Yes. Is that is that what you? Yeah, that's what you should do. Okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't know. So is that it's a new book? You are sensitive. The fondled book. All right. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you so much for coming and being our guests and we're your guests as well. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. You guys are loved and I am blessed and you guys are amazing. Thank you, crowd out there. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Proud to have you guys here and everything else and that. Uh, We got a lot of great stuff coming up. So um, I got to say goodnight, though. Good night. Good night. Later. Later.